Hello, and welcome to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Gerrand, and I'll be giving you my honest thoughts on the books I read. While the reviews will be short and to the point, they'll include everything you want to know without any spoilers to help you figure out what you should read next. So with that said, let's jump right in. Hi, everyone. So... As I mentioned at the end of last week's episode, I am someone who holds on to Halloween vibes, fall vibes, all of that for as long as humanly possible. I am not someone who, as soon as it is November, immediately comes out with all of the Christmas content. That is not me, will never be me, could not be me. So that being said, I know it is the start of November, but I am wanting to hang on to the feelings of fall and Halloween. So today's episode is going to play into that. And I mentioned it at the end of last week's episode, but today's book is called The Shadow and the Glass by J.J.A. Harwood, and it is a dark gothic retelling of Cinderella. And although the hardback edition of this book came out in 2021, the paperback just came out, which is why I just found out about it, and it is Harwood's debut novel. I do have to say that for me, this is the definition of the phrase, don't judge a book by its cover, because based on the cover art, which is not terrible, I just would not be drawn to this book initially, but it was sitting in the bookstore in some sort of recommended or I believe like Halloween section. So naturally I was drawn to that section and I just glanced at this book, decided to read the back of it. And it was really the description that sold me on it more so than the cover which is ultimately how it should be. I love an aesthetically pleasing book as much as the next person, but ultimately it is obviously about the story and the story is really what piqued my interest. So as I said, this is a retelling of the story of Cinderella, but even though you might think you know the story of Cinderella, it is a little different. So let me just quickly read you the description of the book, which reads, Once upon a time, Ella had wished for more than a life as a lowly maid. Now, forced to work hard under the unforgiving, lecherous gaze of the man she once called stepfather, Ella's only refuge is in the book she reads by candlelight, secreted away in the library she isn't permitted to enter. One night, among her beloved books of far-off lands, Ella's wishes are answered. At the stroke of midnight, a fairy godmother makes her an offer that will change her life. Seven wishes, hers to make as she pleases. But each wish comes at a price, and Ella must decide whether it's one she's willing to pay. So as I said, you can immediately tell it's very dark, very twisty, but it is still a great read for people who don't like books that are too violent, because even though it does fall into that kind of suspenseful category. It's far from being too intense. And this book actually reminded me a lot of the books Jane Eyre and Mexican Gothic. They are all female-led and take place in these big, creepy, kind of run-down mansions or estates and under the 
tutelage of these dark and sometimes creepy characters. However, unlike Jane Eyre and Mexican Gothic, the ending of this book is not quite as clean cut or as happy of an ending. I actually think the ending of this book is really going to divide readers. Personally, I was a big fan of the ending, but as you are reading the book, you do get the sense of impending doom or dread and I do think that the ending fits that vibe and the series of events that unfold while also keeping a certain integrity to the character of Ella. So it's not completely depressing, if that makes sense. Again, you will have to read the book to know exactly what I'm talking about, but that is my personal opinion. It also reminded me a little bit of Neil Gaiman's book, which is um, the Graveyard book as well. It has Um, kind of a similar vibe and a similar tone, which is another book that I love. And I love Jane Eyre. That is a classic, one of my favorites. I loved Mexican Gothic. I love the Graveyard book. So that being said, it shouldn't be a surprise that I liked this book as much as I did, but I was personally a little surprised and I will explain why in a second, because I will just say, even though I really liked this book, it was really entertaining. It's not one that I would say is like, an amazing work of literature that goes down as one of the greats. That being said, it's kind of rare that any book does fall into that category, but it's still one that if I knew somebody who was kind of into books like this or this genre, like I would probably mention it. So that's also why I'm doing a full episode on it. But the real reason that I was kind of surprised that I found it as entertaining as I did is because I personally am extremely wary of retellings. So an example is that I have a personal vendetta against the book Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. I could do a whole TED Talk on why I hate it, but I will just give you the Sparknotes version. And before any of you come for me, because I know this is a really popular book, just hear me out. First off, let me just say that I know this book is just meant to be fun and entertaining, and I am also not some sort of Jane Austen purist who thinks that you can't adapt or interpret her work in different ways, but this book was not that. It is literally just the author hitting copy and paste on the entire Pride and Prejudice novel, and then just going back in and inserting zombies. He literally kept all of the same exact scenes, all of the same exact dialogue, just inserted zombies and fight scenes. Therefore, he did nothing. There was no work put into this novel. So it's not a true retelling. So my point is, I have PTSD from reading that book and I'm always extremely wary whenever I see that it's any sort of retelling. And I also saw that it was this author's debut novel. So not sure how much writing experience the author had. So I was a little bit wary. But that being said, I was pleasantly surprised and it's one that I think is worth reading if you're interested in any sort of Cinderella retelling or you like gothic novels or horror novels, but you don't want to read something as intense or as heavy as Dracula, for example. Because Harwood obviously used the story of Cinderella as inspiration, 
but it's just that. It's inspiration. She really takes the story in a completely different direction and therefore put actual work and thought into the novel. It wasn't like a copy-paste situation. So obviously I really appreciate that. And not to rag on Harwood or critique her too much, I am extremely interested in any of the future books that they're going to publish because I will definitely be reading them and really want to see how their writing style and voice really progresses and their books will definitely be worthwhile. However, I will just say that it's not as good as other debut works. So another book that I'm going to be talking about is The Paper Palace. That was a debut work by a different author. That was really, really impressive. Personally, that was a five-star read, no question. Really, really loved it. And in that episode, I'll kind of break down maybe a little bit more of why that is more of a five-star read as compared to this book. However, again, this one is still fun and entertaining and worth it if this sounds like something up your alley. And really quick before I end this episode, I will say that I do think this also makes a really good book club pick. Obviously, it depends on your book club and the overall vibe, but if this seems interesting to you, I do think that there are a lot of things to talk about in the book. And as I said, the ending is one that I think is really going to divide readers. So that right there is something to talk about, but there are also a lot of other elements to the story and certain things that are kind of open to interpretation or at the very least just aren't really spelled out for readers. So lots of room for discussion. And there's actually one thing in particular. So if you have read this book or you do read this book, I would love to know what your thoughts are on the part of the book where we learn about, and I say learn, but we don't fully explore the story behind it. But I want to know what your thoughts are on Ella's childhood and the scar that is on Mrs. Fielding's neck. That's all I'll say, because as I say time and time again, don't want to give away any spoilers, but hit up my DMs over on Brutally Honest Books and we can talk about it. We'll have a little two-person book club. But in the meantime, stay tuned for more episodes. Be sure to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. That is the biggest way to support me and to support the podcast. Subscribe from wherever you're listening from. Follow along on Instagram and TikTok at Brutally Honest Books, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Brutally Honest Books podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from. If you like this show, you can rate and review on iTunes, and be sure to follow along on Instagram at Brutally Honest Books.